Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome to another episode of my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. I've got JC and Danny. They are the co-founders of an amazing um, I'm going to say workout uh, studio. Is that how I say it? Yeah, our female empowerment brand. Ooh, I like that better. Female empowerment brands called Jane Do. And welcome to the podcast, guys. Thanks for having us. We are so excited to be here. Okay, so that's JC. Say hi. Hi, everybody. And then that's Danny. Say hi. Danny D here. So that way they know who, who's talking where. I had you guys on because, well, I am a brand new client of Jane Do. And whenever I talk about you guys, because now I'm like nonstop talking about you guys, everyone's like, Jane Doe and people have questions about Jane Doe because it's like Jane Doe correct but she's very much alive okay so let's talk about the name first and foremost because I get that's the most thing I get questions about all right so the idea is that Jane is every woman and do is her call to action she's out there using her strength to do cool shit outside of the studio what what, what about Jane Doe though Jane Doe, she's she's we're dead. Like, I hope we like, find her. But it's spelled. I'm like, no, it's spelled exactly as it sounds. D O. Everyone mispronounces it, and we're like, how do you spell do then? Or how do you spell do? I know. I exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so who's the fool now? Yeah. But ultimately, we wanted a brand that was built on a purpose, and that's why we originally opened under the sports bar, completely different name, and we changed after a year, knowing very well that the change was coming. Um, but the idea behind Jane Do is that it's something women can stand behind and it can expand into other facets of female empowerment beyond just fitness. Okay, so um, give like the general consensus of like what, you know, the practices or like the methods are of Jane Do. Yeah, so we call it rhythmic cross training as I push my glasses up high on my nose, right? <laughs> so the idea is that it's musically charged and it's energy driven. It feels organic because it's to the beat of the music. Um, so that's where that jargon comes in but ultimately we have five classes what changes is the apparatus we use so the format is consistent across all five classes and it gives women variety yeah which prevents plateau and it keeps you stimulated keeps you coming back for more well actually so for me it's like i like 
I've been working with a personal trainer. So you guys, you have like group classes. Yes. But then you also have like individual classes. So when I went, I thought it was gonna be like a training session. Like, you know, like do these reps, do this, do this, do this. And then it was like a personal class. And I was like, oh shit. Because usually (laughs) I cheat in class. (laughs) Yeah. There's no getting away with anything. The one-on-one training can also be a little intimidating for people that are trying it for the first time for that reason. Exactly. Right. And part of Jane is that we want to break down the barriers, right? We want to have real conversations. We're real women. We are going through all the things that our clients are going through. So it's almost like the personal training. Yes, it's a customized fitness experience, but it's also almost a place to have therapy, right? Because all the feels happen. All the feels. I say lots of, um, I hate you. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. But not in a fun way. Like in a hate you way. I can't. Um, so my trainer's name is Maz. And she said, I'm not allowed to say I'm sorry, which I'm like, don't worry, girl. <laughs> She's like, and you can't say I can't. And I was like, then I shan't. Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> no more. Begging for my life. But I will say it's hard to the point of like, but you know, you can do it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing is, I feel like either workouts are like too easy or they're like, inc- like so hard. You never want to come back again. Like, mm, Schmary Schmoo Camp. I <laughs> threw up all over myself after that class. Well, I won't even go. So oh, yeah. I haven't even taken it because the anticipation is always the worst part. And I've oh heard that most people puke it's, and that's not something that I'm about unless I'm, it's on a Saturday morning after a night of drinking <laughs> with my husband. So <laughs> I am not paying to do that. And that's why I love these two too, because like your lives are fitness essentially, right? And wellness and all things good for the body. But like you guys are also fun. You drink with me. We have many nights out together <laughs> and many more to come. And I'm oh, also fun fact. So JC is the fiance of my landlord <laughs> but first friend Anthony Carino that's so that's right. how I got to meet <laughs> these two and I'm like literally I don't want to say like where like how close I am to the studio I don't want to give away my location of my yes. apartment although I think it's kind of obvious when I Instagram story it doesn't matter but um so that's how I met JC and then I met my girl Danny yeah. through JC and we I mean I didn't Danny when I meet you like the first time like two weeks ago yeah two weeks ago I feel but like I've known you forever best friend like totally <laughs> So, but I like that too, because I feel like sometimes like with wellness or fitness, it's very like restrictive and it's like, it's like, I live it. I learn it. I love it. And it's like, shut the fuck up. We're still people. We want to have fun. We want to live our lives. We want to eat and drink and also, but finding that happy medium, if you will. And I think that you guys really, that's what Jane do does for me. It's like, it's, it's moderation and it's attainable. That's what exactly. it is. We want to, we want to be attainable um, because that's the only way to stay consistent you know, we have drinks every night. Does the day end in why? Yeah. <laughs> but we're not drinking like high sugary drinks. We're, I mean, as we drink our Prosecco. I know. I know. <laughs> but you know, it's a, it's, it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. We a always lifestyle. say, get the fries, just, just share, share them. them. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. then it becomes about really, number one, having your girlfriends as accountability partners. But also if you restrict yourself, I mean, those are the days that I'm definitely going to eat the most, drink the most. When I tell myself no, all my body hears is yes. I know. Must do <laughs> all must that. Do all the terrible things. So JC and I do. I mean, chicken Parmesan is my favorite um, and I'm going to eat them. If I restrict that, forget it. Okay. So, but I, I wish you could see these guys because they're fucking gorgeous and so fit. <laughs> Like they are, their goals, goals as fuck. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But so the two of you actually go back way before founding this company. You guys met while you were rock 
cats. That's right. We did it for a combined 17 years. Oh, yep. oh my 17 God. 17 million uh-huh. years. So, I mean, you're dancers by trade. Yes. And so that's, of course, why the dancing method is a big part of Jane Do. And my favorite thing that you guys have, you have trampolines, which I can't do because I have weak ankles. Um, but I, because um, they're so like skinny and gorgeous and pretty. But I, I love the step aerobics. Like that, the step is like bringing me back to going to work at class with my mom and like love it. I know. Where did it go? Why did everyone stop doing it? It is so effective. It is so fun. And also, I feel like you really have to be strategic because you have to have so much spatial awareness that you literally can't think about anything else That's other than the step. So really, it gets you out of your head yep. and into your body. And for those 50 minutes, 20 minutes, however long you're doing it, you are hyper-focused on that. And it sometimes feels so good to clear your mind of all the garbage that you got going on in it. I will say when I'm in it, I'm like, Ugh. but when I'm done, I'm like, uh, exactly. it's like sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, actually when I'm in sex, I, I'm more like, Ooh, I'm not like, Ugh. but before sex, you're like, Wah. and then you do it. And you're like, uh-huh. And then afterwards you're like, we should do that. Yeah, more. It's always worth it. Yeah. Always yeah, worth yeah, it. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about being a rockette. What was that? Like who was a rockette first? I was no way. Yeah. yeah. 19 years old. Oh my yeah, God. I know. Wait, I, I don't know this. Mm-hmm. Tell me everything. Everything about being a rockette? Yes, Danny, oh go. Oh my goodness. Okay, so. 19. From 19 where? 19 years old. From what, New Jersey, right? I was, yeah, Jersey girl. Mm-hmm. My mom's a waitress. And my dad, I think he was an electromatic engineer, although he always tells she me says, that he, he doesn't know batteries. what that is. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> so anyway, my mom and my dad, obviously three kids, they worked very hard to put me through through school. My mom used to bring us to go see the Rockettes every single, I mean, my parents, but like mom really rules the roost. Yeah, duh. So obviously. So she, they would plan, bring us to see the Radio City Rockettes and through um, dancing, my mom was like, you better become a rockette or something. And no. sure as shit, keep it to me and prove her wrong. So the audition is, I mean, it was three days and what? I was living in New Jersey. And when I would have to audition, it was $30 every single time I went because you got to cross the bridge, you got to pay for parking and you go through these cattle calls. So I used to tell my mom, I can't afford it. Right. And she would leave $30 on the table. I go in, it was almost good luck. And from that point on, I was at the DMV actually, when I got the call, it said, you know what? You made it. Oh my God. And what, uh-huh. what's the criteria to being a Rockette. It's kind of strict, right? Yes, it is. 18 years of age or older and proficient in tap, jazz, and ballet. Wait, is there an age cutoff? No. No. You go, Glenn Coco. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Wait, do you guys know like the oldest Rockette in history? Sorry to put you on the I'm spot. I'm sure we do know her, yeah, but I don't know her age. No. There's a woman in the line right now that we're friends with and she is on her 20th season. Holy shit. She just shit. completed her 20th season. Mm-hmm. So about how old is she? I would say she's approximately 46. Holy <laughs> shit, that's amazing. Give or take. That's she amazing. does not look it. Yeah. She's unbelievable. She looks like Brooke Shields. Mm-hmm. Oh and JC did it for 10 years. I did it for seven years. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so JC, how did you get into it? My parents, my dad was a basketball coach. So he was like, you're going to college first and you're going at the school I teach at because you're going for free. <laughs> well, duh. My so, kids don't even get to go to college. Fuck that shit. <laughs> who can afford it? What a waste. Yeah. And who can afford what a, it? What a waste. <laughs> <laughs> I fought him so hard, but now I'm like, thank you, dad. Thank you, dad. No student loans. It's really nice. Yes. Um, so I went down to New York and got the audition on my first try, which doesn't typically happen. So I felt really lucky, but it also happened to be the year that they had just gotten rid of they had this um the union what do they call it old rockets <laughs> <laughs> they got rid of all the oldies all the, they gave yeah. them an option and many of them took it and so the year that i came in i was the only new girl in my cast and it was hideous i mean i loved it i had a great run with the rockets i adore them but 
my first year, I stood next to these women that were like, you're touching me, you're touching me. And I didn't know you couldn't put your hand on their back, you know? I would think that you were all touching each other. No, you're not allowed, allowed to touch. You used to be able to feel the fabric and then you weren't allowed to touch So it, it was like, me, hashtag me too was like in, like it was birthed at the Rockettes. That's exactly <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> exactly Seriously. Right. But so funny. So you were at the DMV. I was driving home from Walmart with my mom. Oh my God. And I, I found out, I called my dad, you know, we pulled over and my dad's like, holy shit. There's the Yankees, the Jets, the Mets and the Radio City Rockets. It's, it's true. I'll never forget that line. It was so funny. The first night that I met, well, maybe it wasn't the first time I met you, JC, but the first time that my girlfriend Taylor met you, she found out that when we both found out that you were a former New New York, what is it? Radio, Radio City, City Rockettes. Yeah. And she nearly fucking died because <laughs> it's her favorite thing in the entire world. And I, actually, it was the winter before we met you that we, I had seen it for the first time in my entire life. And I was like, this is stupid. I'm not like a, I'm not like a joiner, you know? I'm like, oh, everyone likes the Oscars I hate award shows but she took me and I cried actually she didn't take me a listener gave us tickets day of because she couldn't make it in and she was like I don't want them to go to waste they're really good and so I'm like free I I do free so we went and I was moved beyond words and when you guys fall on each other oh yeah crazy yeah that hurts it sure does we wear cooter pads (laughs) yeah what's a cooter pad a pad for your cooter (laughs) like 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 as if you had your period or yeah yeah well essentially it's on your pubic you put it on your hood on your yeah on on your hood Yeah. <laughs> Wait, describe this cooter pad to me. It's, it's just a piece of foam. Yeah. That you put in your almost like a seat cover that you'd bring to it. And it goes game. in between so in the outer part of your panties and in between the um your tights. Yes. So that when you're doing the soldier fall that you don't get bruised. Oh my god. I know JC was saying you get like a lot of injuries. Yes. In specifically that fall, right? Specifically the fall, yeah. Smash noses. Plus you're doing up to six shows a day, six days a week and you're what? Just- Tired. Yes. Six shows a day. Yeah. Yes. How? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. I don't, I don't know. know. So you what just was, keep going. What was the best part of being a rockhead? I think the camaraderie. Mm-hmm. Honestly, being surrounded by all those women, you think it'd be a nightmare, but ultimately, they're your best friends. Yeah. Because you you, I almost feel like you, you don't. You're. It's something that you not experience like you can't experience with anybody else besides those people you're in it with i must right. feel like militant or something like you it understand does. the philosophy behind teams and why they why there's such camaraderie fostered and because they only call you're going through name. such a tremendously <laughs> difficult time together but you yeah, come out on top ago i was matthews matthews yeah. <laughs> we got tons of notes <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh yeah after after rehearsal you'd sit there after you do a run through and you know you get your notes from your dance team director mm-hmm. and it was always like Lambros 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 <laughs> I was like is there anybody else in this cast <laughs> <laughs> what was the worst part the the acne on your chin from the Santa beard I forgot <laughs> you, wear you wore a fat those. suit and your Santa uh-huh. and you wear so many fake eyelashes that when you pull them off the real ones come off with them mm-hmm. oh I believe that girl yes <laughs> yeah for sure what is the what's the hardest dance that you do what's the easiest dance that you do and what's the most fun dance that you do because I feel like people that know Rockettes they they know like everything I mean people go every I mean, single but year yeah, but that's so interesting to say that because when I watch the show I'm like it looks so easy and it's not well, it is it, so difficult when I go to like the MoMA I'm like I could do that <laughs> and same with the Rockettes I'm like I can totally fall like that <laughs> hardest Nyack it's the bus number just because it's so long it's so long soldier fall is pretty hard too yeah. when you're tired you have to be so strong but marching around in soldiers is probably 
Oh, nativity is the easiest. Yeah, nativity is the easiest. <laughs> you walk across, yeah, you I love nativity, yeah. nativity. But when we first started, way back in the day, nativity is how the show ended. Uh-huh. And now there's a finale. There is a grand finale. There's a grand finale. The thought of having to take my nativity costume off and do a full kick line sounds like absolute torture. <laughs> I can't believe these poor girls have to do this after like nativity is a mental closure. <laughs> That's happened. how we used to do our kegels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> On the coral stairs. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then what was the most fun? You're like, well, there was hard and there was easy. And then no, <laughs> like, I think the most, no, 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 the most fun is, is definitely the in-between in the, when you're in the, Oh my God, it's hilarious. Like, what do we call it? Not the locker room, the dressing the room, dressing room. Yeah. Dressing room time, especially between shows, you know, you're like, ridiculously tired so everybody's in rare form yes <laughs> one person gets the flu you all have it you know, yep. you're know, running to the bathroom the beer the fridges are stocked with beers because it's the fastest really you know, post show supplement i mean uh-huh. think of arnold right he'd be like right? i have a beer after i work out <laughs> that's exactly what we do you not between shows something. but after but it's after. just like those moments before and after shows are hilarious and you're so slap happy and when you're doing the shows if there's swings and the swings will go on the side of the stage to make you laugh i mean you're doing the same show day in and day out you have yeah. to keep it fresh and fun and how so, do you keep it fresh and fun oh my god you like during soldiers ridiculous. you play games like you'll yeah. play um telephone no and you try to get it all the way through the line stop no, but it's sure. like and know, this is on stage that we're watching it and we have no idea this is going yes. on yes yes Yes. yes. <laughs> we used to theme this one part of the ragdoll number, you know, so they'd be like Michael Jackson or whatever. I mean, just like stupid little moments or you'd have Harry Mole show because well, everybody put a mole on, on and eyelash hair. Eyelash I mean, hair. it's such ridiculous little things. Or you'd sew hair nets in the panties of your costume so it looked like pubes kind of <laughs> yeah. so that when you quick changed, your friends would see it. You'd see the pubes. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> because what else are you supposed to do? Or you put do? tassels on sometimes under your outfit. So when you change, just mm-hmm. the tassels on <laughs> So fun. <laughs> or there was one number where you couldn't, um, oh, in Soldier, you're not allowed to smile or you smile with your lips closed. So sometimes we'd black out a tooth so that you'd look at your friend and smile that you'd have like a gold tooth <laughs> or a black tooth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what I miss the most is the uh, food. I mean, I could eat all the holiday cookies. Oh, really? You name it. In the world, you name it. Your metabolism is so fast. It goes right through you. Okay, so I have a question about like, just like bodies in general. So sure. <clears throat> you guys obviously are like super fit. You were dancing, I'm sure since you were little. And then mm-hmm. it becomes like a professional career. You're like, you're athletes. Yes. And then it stops. Right. Yep. So you guys went into fitness. Do most of the other rockets do the same? Or this is the question. Do you think that some people are kind of just like, once you've been dancing for that long, it's kind of just like your body, it's your body. Like if you're dancing from the time you're a kid, well into like your mid thirties, like is your body just like, no, this is what we are. Or that's absolutely not. I don't think your body is ever your body. And I think anyone that looks fit is probably really working hard at it. (laughs) really yes good to know okay so i feel like this is something we talk about all the time on my radio show the taylor strecker show little plug subscribe at taylorstrecker.com and um i was watching this show called adam ruins everything and he did this whole thing on like the fitness world and the weight loss world and just like obesity in america and basically how it's all a big racket this was his opinion Mm -hmm. and how and he like uses like science and interviews to prove his opinion but he was saying how you're kind of born the way you're born you can do the best that you can do with the body that you have but like this idea of like um the biggest loser and like totally like transforming yourself from like one person to another is kind of like not a real thing maybe you can do it but like only like momentarily or like for like a short period of time you can't really sustain it 
So my, I was watching my dad, and my dad was like, "This is bullshit." It's giving Americans <laughs> like you know, like a, a green pasture fat. <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, dad, I'm I'm currently trying to lose weight, so this is about me." It was very. I, I felt it was a personal attack. Um, but I definitely, you know, I. So you guys know me now, but like I've been like 50 pounds lighter than this. And I'm, when I met JC, I was like, I want to lose 30 pounds. And she was like, "What?" And I was like, "Minimum." She was like, "You don't have that much to lose." But if I go buy my old pictures. I do. And so I've like, I don't know. I, I'm, I read this article in Cosmo one time that was like, find your happy weight, not the weight you want to be the weight that your body is kind of like made for what it should be, where you can like live life, but also be healthy. Um, so I started off like I've totally had body dysmorphia when I was like 50 pounds lighter than this. I thought I was exactly the way I look today. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, uh -huh. And, but I was definitely like, I did weight watchers. I worked out. I was like a runner for a while only for the weight vanity. Like I didn't care about my fitness. I was just like, I cared about my pant size. And I felt like, you know, I don't know. I, there's a part of me that's like, it's internal struggle of like, was I torturing myself to be something that I wasn't? And then I let the pendulum swing way too far to the other side and just said, fuck it. I give up and I'm going to be me. And now I'm trying to find this like quote unquote happy medium but like truthfully when i look at you guys i'm like but that's like exactly what i want to look like but i also want to manage my expectations so this idea of like are you born with a certain body like you know like are is there is there only so far that we can go like are rockets born rockets you know what i'm saying because like you guys literally all have the exact same body type it's kind of like a little bit of a prerequisite no? i'll show you my pictures from college that's exactly <laughs> what i was gonna say for real yes. yes oh my god tell me everything well genetic disposition is a real thing okay right it means that some people are gonna have to work harder to achieve the same goals that other people are setting out to do and achieve much more easily right so Genetics are genetics. Sometimes right. We have to fight against our own genetics. Like some people have like a flatter stomach. Some people have like sick cut arms like more naturally. Some people have like super long skinny legs. That's just like, that's just God stuff. Right. There's or no changing you that. In science. I know because people would say to us all the time, oh, I want to change the length of my muscle. I'm like, well, you have to get a bone replacement. Like <laughs> you have to have achievable goals in sight. Yes. Um, and set realistic expectations. Right. We're also fighting the whole food industry as a whole. And that is tough. I mean, we are tempted every single day with processed garbage. Totally. And I think it's hard. It's hard. So I don't know. Are we predisposed or is it all the marketing and the food that really tastes good that's not good for us? And we do know better, but it's really hard to make good choices. I know they should make those like DiGiorno pizza commercials on a Friday at 11 p.m. illegal because I'm like, <laughs> I need I that, want yeah. that DiGiorno. And Taylor's like, it's disgusting. You don't want it. I'm There's like, nothing good in it for you, but I need it. <laughs> but yeah, I need Danny it right had now. Elio's for dinner two nights ago. It's her favorite thing. <laughs> I love it. Okay, and that's the thing. Like, so as somebody who's like, now working out finally it's been a while so my fault you know i have like zero muscle so my body like just i'm like i look at like a cookie and i gained three pounds but i like i hear i look at you i look at jc i like i've I had dinner with jc and i'm like you eat that <laughs> you know and hearing that you have ilios just very much triggered me like, <laughs> like how do i look like you and get to eat ilios like these are my because questions i just had one square okay. i literally broke it off I had one square and then I had a salad and that's not a joke. Okay. So I had it, but it takes discipline. It's not easy. It is right. hard. Right. And then people always do like the energy in is the energy out, you know, right. talking about caloric intake. I do believe that's true, but I also believe you have to live your life. I know. You know, so being like so caught up in that numbers game, it doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for Danny. No. It does work for some people. We choose really unhealthy options. We just don't eat a shitload of it. Yep. That's the thing. So, so like, what are the rules? Because I feel like, 
Thank you, Instagram, for bringing us influencers. Um, <laughs> we we get to see these uh, girls. They're usually young when they start influencing, like twenties. So your metabolism, I'm sure, is just better, right? Totally. And um, they love to be like wafy thin, all about fashion, and then be like, and every single day, I eat a grilled cheese and French fries. No. And there was one girl I will Bullshit. not mention her name, but I had to stop following her because I was like, you. First of all, I want to be you. Like, I want to skin you alive and wear you down the street, but your skin on my body wouldn't look the same. So that fucking doesn't even make sense. <laughs> so, but like, she was just so triggering because it, it and it wasn't that she was thin or beautiful. It was that she was thin and beautiful and was all about like. I eat whatever the fuck I want and I'm not even into working out and I'm like that then then you must hit the fucking metabolism lottery or she's lying I don't believe it or I you should have a look it. at her organs <laughs> right because probably inside there's something really unhealthy going on that's oh that's interesting so if somebody's actually being genuine about it that's maybe a bad sign actually to oh be it's that terrible and eat so much shit yeah there's no way I mean we know what's good for us we know what's bad for us and if you're eating a majority of your intake you know bad choices and here's the truth Jason and I probably healthy. cook like I'd say four to six days per week yes and when you cook you really know what's going in you're not yes. going to eat as much you're not putting the high fats the butters the the grease the oil and even if you do it's going to be significantly less mm -hmm. and you throw in vegetables I mean actually we're coming up our app launches on the 15th and we're going to start sharing all the meals that we cook at home <gasps> shut because up because we yeah. do not we don't feel deprived. We just cook whole foods. Well, this is the thing too. So we know that fitness is important, right? Because like you need muscles to burn. I mean, everything they put in body. If, if, if you, if your metabolism is bad and low, you're going to gain weight like crazy, right? You are. But here's the thing about fitness. And I always say this to my mother-in-law, raking the leaves is working out. So the things and the chores that we complain about shoveling snow, a lot of people have heart attacks doing no it. No kidding. I mean, it is labor intensive. So whatever it is that you, like even some chores that Bring the garbage down. Walk there. Walk the stairs. These small things do add up. Okay. So it doesn't have to be, oh my goodness, I'm going to the gym. I'm going to Schmeri's schmoot camp. <laughs> you can also you can also shovel, rake the leaves, go for a walk, bring the dog around an extra block. Right. There are other things you could do to incorporate fitness into your daily routine but when it comes to fitness i i've heard this before maybe it's right maybe it's wrong you guys tell me it's like 80 percent what you eat and 20 percent of like moving and not being sedentary yeah Taylor, we, we go in a gym we're not going to tell you yeah that we hear true. gym owners say that we're like you idiots you guys are so <laughs> dumb i'm not going to disagree with you you won't disagree <laughs> but we will not agree with that <laughs> but i still think working out's important because then you're like you're skinny fat otherwise because there's so many other added value to working out yes okay let's talk about that aside from just like fitting to the pants i want endorphins cute. yeah and at Jane Do, you get to learn some sweet dance moves that you can bring to any wedding. Sweet 16, bar, bat mitzvah. Yeah, that's priceless. <laughs> I wouldn't bring them but to also, the clubs because it's been a long time since Jason and I have been to the clubs. So I'd stay away from them. 80s nights would be perfectly acceptable. <laughs> this episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Best Fiends. Listen, we all need a break every now and then, but why not keep your brain active while you relax? I am a woman of a certain age and I have heard that playing games, puzzles specifically, keeps your brain sharp and fresh. What better way to do that when I'm like commuting? I'm a New Yorker. I take the subway everywhere. I take the path now that I live in Jersey City. So I'm underground a lot and I can't really access, I don't know, Instagram. Uh, I can't text. I can't email.
email. So I've gotten accustomed to playing games, but I recently found Best Fiends and it is hands down my favorite thing to do while commuting. So Best Fiends is this super fun puzzle game and there's thousands of fun challenges and tons of cute characters to go along with. That's the thing. It's like you go from one level to the next to the next. There are these different milestones in between each round. So basically each round is like um, it's a puzzle and it's you got to find patterns, which I'm obsessed with. So once you win that level, then you go to a reward section where you get like diamonds and like basically after every single round you get rewarded, which I need gold stars. Okay. I need to feel good. I need to be told I'm special. And this game does that after every single round. But what I also like about the game is it increasingly gets more and more difficult because after like the third round, you're like, okay, I've got this. I am the queen of the world. I'm going to crush this game. And then it kicks you in the ass and then you are humbled, which is also good. Truly, it's a really unique puzzle experience. I've never played any game remotely this fun. It's mildly addictive. Also, you can play with friends and family. I have yet to like incorporate that, but I'm definitely going to. It's fun to play against the game itself, but I would love to crush my girlfriend in this game. We're just a little bit competitive. Best Fiends updates the game monthly with new levels and events, so it honestly never gets old. Also, love a free download, so extra thumbs up for that one. Best Fiends has thousands of levels already with new levels, events, and characters added every month. It's hours of fun right at your fingertips and you can play offline. With over 100 million downloads and tons of five-star reviews, Best Fiends is truly a must-play. What are you waiting for? Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. And just a reminder, that's friends without the R. It's Best Fiends. Like I'm fiending for it, not Best Friends. Best Fiends. Download it for free today. And now back to the podcast. We always say at Jane Do that we measure strength by confidence yes. instead of inches or pounds. It's more about like, how do you feel when you leave? Do you feel a little bit better? And that's really what's important. We don't Confidence is the most important thing. It's true. Yeah, it's everyone's sexiest quality. It's but so here's true. what's so hard. People will say, get more confident. Do it with confidence. It's like, well, how the fuck do you get there? Yeah. It is so unfair. It is. And I think, yes, confidence is the outcome. Being a doer is important. A Jane doer. A Jane doer. Try to say yes to experiences. Okay. Our knee-jerk reaction is to say, no, I can't. Just say yes, see what happens because we all started somewhere. And once you start, then all of a sudden the next time is a little easier. It gets a little easier. And whatever your ultimate goals are, if at the end you're an export, doesn't matter. If you're a doer and you're doing consistently every single day, every day you're going to get stronger and gain a little more confidence. It's actually true. I mean, just from working out, I've gone like twice now and I'm also on Weight Watchers. The audience knows that. And I'm like down like maybe around 10-ish, give or take, given my period, what have you. But I feel so good. And even I got on the scale today and I was up like three, which is like, no, no up, only down or stay the same. But I'm like, but I feel good. I feel mm-hmm. better than I have for so long. So it doesn't really matter because the confidence really, I mean, that's what it is. You know, you're doing, you're doing things that are good for your body by mm-hmm. working out. You know, you're doing things that are good for your body by giving it proper fuel and eating healthy and cutting back on drinking a little bit. But you know, I feel, I just feel better overall. And that's, that's really the goal. Mm-hmm. And you should celebrate those achievements. Not with, with food. Yeah. Alcohol. With alcohol. <laughs> we do. But we always say something celebrate that you your achievements. You, you have, have to. I mean, 10, that's a, that's a big loss. That's huge. You yes. dedicated. You did something for yourself. It's huge. You should celebrate it. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I'll get wasted tonight. Gladly. I just got the green pass. Um, 
Okay, so I want to go back to this idea of the app. So the app's going to have food in it, which is amazing. So we're going to actually see what you guys eat on a regular basis. Yes. Yeah, so we always say it's it's not just physical strength that makes you the most powerful version of yourself. You need to have financial confidence. You need to have sexual confidence. Yep. And so we're trying to, um, not trying to, we are gearing the app more towards the most powerful women or the most powerful version of each and every one of yourselves and okay. how to achieve that. So beyond nutrition, we're um, launching this long format. Jane says what we have, where we speak to professionals in various industries, such as financial professionals and sex toy creators, um, you know, so that we're educating our Janes on how to, you know, create the most powerful version of themselves. Okay, Knowledge well, is power. We so know that the app is out. March 15th. March 15th. Mm -hmm. And you just get it at the app store. Yeah. yeah. And it's called... Jane Do. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Jane Do. <laughs> and then also, are there going to be like workouts on it oh yeah all of our workouts will be featured as well that's incredible and what's so fun because jc and i are totally self-funded we had to get super scrappy with how we were filming this because launching an app and all this digital and editing can be really expensive and really? all the equipment so we shoot everything in one shot one take on, on an, an iphone, iPhone <laughs> that's rigged with um electrical tape electrical tape <laughs> and piping Oh my God. So yeah, plumbing, will, pipe. plumbing pipes, JC will run over and push record on the sound. And I run over and push record on the iPhone. And we just hope that both actually finish recording through the end of whatever it is that we <laughs> they don't <shot>. always. <laughs> and the person in the room normally doesn't know what we're filming either. So if I'm leading, JC doesn't know, our instructors don't know. So we are actually experiencing it. Everyone else is experiencing it in time with and the sweat is real the struggle is real like we're not pretending to, we're not going to go powder ourselves between takes right fuck that that's not what really happens you know if you're at home and i'm not sweating but you are at home like that's not fair it's not fair <laughs> no. not fair no and we screw do up that workout. we screw up but you know what tis life you have to find the perfection and the imperfection every single day i love this this is so great okay so you have um studios in jersey city and you have five total so where are the other ones jersey city edgewater montclair Hoboken. Thank you. So and, these are Jersey. And New York City. For anybody York City. who's not from the area, that's all Jersey and then New York City. New yes. York City, Flatiron. Yeah. We opened two studios in one week. We opened Montclair in our Flatiron location. That was scary. And we're still friends. <laughs> we are still friends. <laughs> What's the worst fight you guys have gotten into? Well, that's the thing. We've learned to have diff cons like safely, which, which yes. we've then taken into our other relationships and been able to flourish in our other relationships because of it. So there are rules to a diff con. Okay. And here what are the, the rules? rules? Tell. Okay. So the first rule, schedule, schedule it. it. You have to schedule the conversation because okay. if you try to have it in the moment, it's, it's led with emotions. It gets heated. People say things they don't mean. Also, once it's scheduled, rule number two is both people have to know what the conversation and the topic is. Okay. So then you can both, rule number three, lead with facts, not with emotions. Totally facts. Totally facts. And so if it's ever feelings, it's I feel, not you did. Right. Exactly. I learned that exactly. And number four is honor each other's truths because each person is entitled to to their opinion on it because sometimes you have to agree to disagree which kind of feels like you're just saying fuck you to somebody no well no. number five is that somebody loses a little somebody's <laughs> always gonna lose a little you have to be okay with that because then ultimately you both win right always have a drink and don't leave the table until it's done here's one this is a silly one okay it's well aren't they all I, that they sort of are yeah we were trying to decide what goes in the front of the desk Okay. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> what material should be on the front of the desk? And I'm trying to think right. And as a client, I don't know. No, you probably wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. And you wouldn't. 
And, you know, we're always trying to zoom out and think big picture. Right. And we were going back and forth on all these different materials. And again, on any given day, like any relationship, you don't know why one person feels strongly about whatever the material is and the other person feels so passionately about the other. So one person wants wood. One person wants wood and one person wants marble. Okay. And here you are. And again, it could be because you're both on your period, because one person's hungry, because it's the day of the week, because it's five o'clock and you don't have a drink in your hand. I have no idea what triggers these, but but it happens. And that is a real DIFCON that, and you feel it. You could start to feel both of us. And sometimes they start to happen in front of our team. Right. And that's not okay. I the actually, team should never see the parents fight. I yelled at um, a, a former producer. He's not former because of this. We made up and we're, we're, we're good. He left on his like own accord, probably because he secretly hated me. Um, <laughs> but I yelled at him on air and I was like, it had been building as it always does. Always does. And I felt like he was so wonderful to me. Like when we were like just together, no mics on, but, and he wasn't on mic often, but when he was, he was like very sassy with me and came for me, but he's also just sassy in general. So I was like, maybe that's just his shtick. But then I would see him with other people that I work with my other co-hosts, not doing that with them. And I was like, why is he giving me so much shit? So that was building for me. And then one day I had a co-host in a male co-host and he was there and I felt like he was, giving side eye to the co-host and then trying to like create this like weird because threes are really bad you know and on the air i was like stop with the fucking side eye." no did you really yeah. you good for you okay well except don't forget, we're on the radio so right. no the audience can't see right so no one can be like i saw it you know <laughs> and so he, so they did what they mansplained me they did what men do so the one who started it was is a gay guy so you know girl rules apply um mm-hmm. and then the other one is a straight guy so straight rules apply right so the straight guy was like uh uh didn't know what to do he was like do i lie do i tell the truth um and then the gay guy was like it was like i didn't do that you made that up you're seeing things and then it's like so on top of telling on top of doing something that pissed me off now you're gonna say i fucking made it up and i went crazy and my whole audience heard i had to go on an apology tour um rightfully so because like even though maybe i wasn't 100 percent wrong the way i dealt with it was 100 Mm percent wrong therefore i had to apologize right i truly thought i was gonna lose him that day he was like never speak to me like that again especially on air i'm fucking out of here and i was like please 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 come back come back (laughs) i have my theory and then i got the next day but it was like one of those moments and i remember thinking like that you know these are the i I should have, like you said, the number one rule of what? Diffcon? Of a Diffcon. Is like, I should have been like, that made me mad. I'll address it. In a, so what What should I have done in that scenario? Well, oh. I wouldn't do it right there live. No, I know After, that lesson. I would I, say. I, 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 no, I know that. No, 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 no. But we can't even handle it. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. We have See, this, this rule that I'm, you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's schedule it. We'll talk tomorrow. <laughs> Two o'clock. We have this rule also that we don't leave with reactivity. We have to leave with productivity. Okay. But that was also very much learned. Very much because learned. Because we both process things very differently. And so we learned like just to be reactive is to be slight, potentially slightly out of control. Yes. Right? Because you're not, you're not going to control the conversation that way. You're no. not going to get the upper hand. No. Nope. No matter how hard you try. No. No matter how loud you raise your voice. Well, that's the, I, I, I thought that would work, but I was in. No. So I, obviously don't deal with it in that moment. But after you could say, listen, can we talk about this on Friday at lunch? On Friday. So so we have so to So we have to mm-hmm. have a day. You know, on Friday, can we just grab the, lunch but, or coffee? The, what, what if the person then is like, no, let's talk about it now. Then what? I would say, no, let's 
Friday's better for me. Let's talk about it on Friday. I just want to talk. Sometimes I feel like there's tension or just write a text or an email. Sometimes I feel like there's tension between us. I'm actually not sure where it came from. Right. Can we, let's just discuss that. Okay. And then when you can go, I would go, because now he already knows what it's about. Right. Go and say, here's some examples of times that I I have, that I, Mm -hmm. that I felt attacked. That may not be the case. And maybe you're misinterpreting it. Right. Because I'm, you know, my feelings aren't facts. And, you know, sometimes I can misinterpret things and I am kind of paranoid. But also, (laughs) but then he should honor your truth and be like, actually, if that's actually how you're feeling, then I'll try not to do that. Right. And I'm sorry. (laughs) That's my favorite phrase in the world. I love and I'm sorry. And I'm sorry. And then you could cheers your coffee at the end. And, you know, you could also say... Sometimes maybe I overreact or maybe there's something that was triggering to him that you are unaware of. Or maybe it was something from my past that he didn't even realize he was doing. Totally. Which I totally. think it truly was. <laughs> and I actually don't think they were side eyeing. And I think really, I, thought, I think I was PMSing. Mm-hmm. That's like my true take. I think this that. is a public apology. I oh, 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 she already I, went on that tour. I did that. <laughs> <laughs> All around the country. <laughs> Let's talk to about work life balance. I mean, this is a perfect example of it. And also, though, being female entrepreneurs because this is something that, I mean, we're all in the same boat here. Mm-hmm. And I'm having worked for big business, like we all did, and now being on our own, what are the positives and what are the negatives? There's nothing more powerful than being able to work for yourself. Yes. The negatives are everything falls on your shoulders. So, and finding the balance is difficult. You know, Time. Yeah. Time is really hard. It's hard to find time for other people, for family, for friends. Yeah. And it is difficult even for people outside of it because, you know, JC and I do spend so much time together and there are there those best friends that you've had from high school that are still like family members, but having them watch our relationship can sometimes be difficult for them. They get jellyfish jellyfish. Yeah. It's hard. I'm like, she's just an appendage. <laughs> can you see <laughs> at this point? <laughs> she's another leg. <laughs> so that can be hard. And also I've been married for almost 11 years. I was now. just going to say, how does it uh, interact with your romantic relationships? Those you are Friday nights. <laughs> yeah. You have to schedule it. Everything is scheduled and not in a systematic way, in a way that it's that important because to get on the schedule means you are making that a priority. So some people look at schedules like, oh, you schedule sex. And I'm like, yeah, I guarantee it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. Hey, I look forward to it. You know, after the end Wait, of a long week, schedule sex again, like Friday, Friday night. night. <laughs> Everyone knows. I'm not, I don't see Danny on Friday nights. What I'm all. doing because I make my husband a priority one day a week for a couple hours. <laughs> You have sex for a couple of hours? Oh, God, no, no. Sex doesn't start with sex. Okay. No, it starts that morning. It's a whole production. So it has to start earlier in the morning. Sometimes it's an outfit underneath. It starts with a picture. I mean, that's the sexy part, right? Oh, let's talk about you and your pictures, my friend. Oh, I love the pictures. Well, my husband loves the pictures. So then it's like... When did you start this, by the way? Because no one one taught me this in middle school. I know. You know what's funny? It, It probably started like two or three years ago. And Tyler will buy my... I mean sexy lingerie swimwear swimwear there's not a lot of material to it my dad just actually asked me because tyler just posted a picture on his on his social feed and he said do you ever pack any clothing when you go on vacation i said why is mom even showing you those pictures they're not for you and i everything was covered there were no bits and pieces no pink showing everything was covered. Oh, tyler sends those to me thanks a lot <laughs> tyler please i hope you're listening but tyler did get jc and myself um matching 
custom Jane Dew butt plugs. And he gave mine to me in front of Anthony on like our <laughs> Very third first date. The yeah. first time he met them. The first time. I died. Oh, yes. And what did Anthony say? Nothing. <laughs> Why <laughs> what, do you, not? what do you say? Speechless. I know. What are you supposed to say? Like, are you guys swingers? Are the three of you together? <laughs> like for a long time when JC was in between relationships, my mother-in-law was like, are you sure? And I'm like, we, even <laughs> are if you we were, thruple? are you in a thruple? And I'm like, everyone knows threes don't work. Someone always feels, feels left out. Amen. And it's definitely Tyler. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so, <laughs> do you remember no. the ride back from South Jersey? No. Oh, I'll tell you later. No, but no, one no, of our very later. good friends. Don't tell me now. Okay, should I tell you now? <laughs> yeah. One of our very good friends. She owns fitness studios. She's a former Rockette. She oh, was yes. married, had two kids, mm-hmm. and then recently, or at that time, two years ago, had discovered that you know she's actually very much a lesbian. Same, right? So we get in the car. Like she also told us, like I have something that I need to tell you, and like all these. Like tragic oh. things had happened to her like that year. She had open heart surgery. Yeah, she lost you know, a family member. member. So we're she like, was we getting know divorced. It. We're like, we, we know. know. She's like, I don't think you do. We're like, no, we know. It's a, it's okay. She's like, oh, I don't think you do. Anyway, so she's like, I'm a lesbian. And we were like, huh. We that's, not what, that's, not, that's not why we were silent. We were like, huh, we could totally see it. We drove home, didn't in silence. JC we're myself. like, uh-oh. She didn't know. We're like, are we? And we don't know. And we don't we know. We didn't talk the whole way home. The whole way home, huh? <laughs> So, so then there. about two weeks later, we came back and we were like, are we like, are we, yeah, we less? Do we see we like love each other? Like, did, do we need to try this? What's happening? Yeah, we spent so seriously. much time together. How can we not know? We only like female porn, girl on girl. Does that mean that like True. this is it? Okay. So then two weeks later, JC came back to me and she said, I Googled everything. <laughs> and then I was like, I actually can't like, she said, I'm not a lesbian. Anything. I said, yeah. how do you know? She said, I Googled scissor. <laughs> she said, I don't want to cool smash. do that. Like, but I just like couldn't. And, and I then, couldn't go down on a girl. I don't want to. And yeah. I said, you know what? I'm not a lesbian either. She said, how do you know? I said, I don't want to slow dance with a girl. <laughs> I went to a wedding and I was like, huh, I just want to snuggle up. Well, Danny, I have bad news for you. <laughs> Taylor and I also don't want to slow dance with each other in public. So, so I'm probably still a lesbian. <laughs> a lesbian. But the going down is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> and when I first got together with Taylor, I was very like, we can't tell anybody. Like I pulled her back in the closet because I was like. That we go down on each other? I said, I don't know if I can do this so we're gonna go baby steps like it's it's like i'm 13 again right so it's like we're gonna kiss we're gonna hold we're gonna hold hands we're gonna kiss we're gonna snuggle we're gonna hook up but we're gonna like move like all the bases very slowly <laughs> really? and then like maybe you do me and i see and i'm like well, that's the same and then i'm like and the, well better and then because guys and then i was like now i do you <laughs> that's and so much pressure it was very scary and i was like i'm also going to be super bad at this but i was also super bad at blowjobs so i'm like the standard is low you know <laughs> and i warned her that it might be terrible and she's like it's okay like people have to learn i was like wait people talk during sex and it was so crazy and i remember thinking like okay so i was brought up catholic so i just think sex is disgusting period end of story i want to be very clear on that fact straight sex gay man sex gay woman sex all the sex it's just like ooh. Sex is messy. Yeah, you know? real messy. But I will say, like, I was like, this is better than a blowjob for from my experience. And also, like, it just it like because I have a lot of like straight friends that they'll be like, but you have to go down. And I'm like, same with you, bitch. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, right. Like a crotch is a crotch. Right. No, a dick is a dick and a vagina is a vagina. But ultimately, like, it's also I was kind of like it was equally traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> 
But did you ever Google it and see if your heart beat faster? Because that's what I did. I know. I'm like, I'm still intrigued. Wait, so do you go down or no? Oh, we both. I mean, we're in a relationship, of course. So you have to quid pro quo, Clarice. You must. Otherwise, you must. That, it would just be like unfair. I, one of my friends, her name's Darren. She's Andy Cohen's assistant. And she's a lesbian. And um, her and her girlfriend have been together for a while. Um, and they, even though they're younger than us, they're like our like lesbian spirit animals. And so she was like, I bet you're a pillow biter. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. I'm like, what does that mean? And I'm like, she's not going to my butt. <laughs> <laughs> she said, what happens after this? I was like, wait, what? Wait a second. I need to, I'm straight. Um, <laughs> so what does that mean? She was just like, oh, it's just like there's one girl who just like receives and never gives. I was like, that's rude. And I would never. That's rude. No, that's rude. If that's I rude. suck a dick. Of course I'm gonna do that, you know. Yes, I get blowjobs that I was miserable giving. So <laughs> give me a break, you know. Well, the one thing that our friend told us, she was like, you know, what? you're always so self conscious, but like you don't need to be. Like everyone is just so self conscious. Let me tell you, I thought our vaginas were such disgusting creatures. Okay, like just like when I was younger, my mom was like, never let a boy touch your vagina, because two things: he will tell everybody that he did, and then he'll tell everybody what it was like what it looked like smelled like all that stuff right and that's very private and very embarrassing and only someone that loves you is going to be able to like fully appreciate that you know because they're private parts and sometimes they you know whatever stink we're, <laughs> we're in lycra all day <laughs> yeah you're like we get it so i was like at first i was like She's the gospel. And then I was like, mom's a liar. And she's just trying to get me to be like a loser. And then <laughs> I was in middle school. So I was like, before I was like sexually active. And there was a, my friend's older sister hooked up with like the cutest guy in school. And we grew up in a really small town. So everybody, even the parents like knew all at like, the middle school, high school gossip. <laughs> and so this girl hooked with this guy and they dated for a little bit. They broke up and he told everybody that her vagina looked like chopped up beef like for hamburger mm -hmm. and that's so mean and that it smelled like fish and like then her nickname became beef curtains and i was like mom was right oh my god <laughs> she knows everything <laughs> so then i was like terrified and he definitely heard that from someone and said this is what i'm supposed to say exactly but for a long time because of that and my mom's warnings and then just like i don't know hearing guys talk and just like i, I like w other women being ashamed of their vaginas yeah because now i'm getting a labiaplasty no you're not yes, i want to wait stop wait just hold, let's listen to the lesbian before okay you go but there. okay but beast beast discursions <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? Beast, the, 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 the roast beastest curtains. Beef. <laughs> the beastest. Go. <laughs> How did like did we ever see it going here? I mean, we did. We because we know each other. But I bet you okay, guys go ahead. But I remember thinking like my vagina is so gross. First of all, I thought sex was for men. I was like, it's all for men. It's all for their pleasure. Once they're done, we're done. Orgasm. What? Maybe I did. That means you haven't, honey. Right. Um, and then. When I was finally with a woman, when I was with Tay, I was like, oh my God, like sex is for me as well. I actually enjoy it too. It's very much like two people and reciprocal. And then I also learned vaginas truly do not smell bad and they are not disgusting and they are not ugly. They are beautiful little petunias. <laughs> and like men, like they wish, you know, with those dangly dicks. <laughs> dangly dicks are so gross. <laughs> Men are so gross. See, lesbians. Total lesbians. I know. I'm like, I'm definitely a lesbian. I, mean, I don't think they're gross, but yep. you don't? Then that means she's not a I'm lesbian. straight. And you're not. <laughs> not. This is not news to anyone. Tell me something I don't not already know. know. <laughs> 
on that note. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> <Proud of> die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No, I will say, you don't have to be a lesbian to love your vagina. <laughs> or other women's vaginas. Right. But, like, don't, why do you want a vagioplasty? Vagioplasty? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Lately, I've become so self-conscious about it. It's, and it's, it's coming from you. Wait, it's tell her what the doctor me. said in Florida when we went. Well, first of all, I was like a puppet. So I went to this doctor mm -hmm. and they're like, okay, drop your drawers. I expected that. But then the part that I'm trying to get rid of, she kept pulling on. I'm like, am I supposed to just like wing my legs up and my arms as you pull it like a little puppet? Stop pulling on the part that I want to go back up. And she said, you're not helping matters. You're not you're helping my matters. Anything. Tap it back up. Tap That's it your back. business strategy. No kidding. She's like, I'm stretch it out until she absolutely needs it. Like, going up. like what? That's actually is genius business strategy. Doing down totally. there. But she said, every vagina is normal and I've never seen a vagina that is not normal. Really? Every vagina except for one young, very girl that slipped off her bike okay. and was actually deformed because of an accident because mm -hmm. of an accident other than that every vagina is normal and i think again just all of us including myself need to get out of our heads because sometimes i'll be so in my own head during sex that i'm like i can't even enjoy it and that's sad it is well so that's where i am now but that's a weight thing for me because i'm like I don't even want to look at myself naked, let alone another person, especially when they look like my girlfriend. <laughs> so, so that it, 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 because like at first it was like, oh my God, now I understand the female body. And like, I feel so like, like honored by her and like I honor her and like, I get it now. But then it's like, then there is also this weird thing. This might talk you out of being the lesbian that I know you are, <laughs> um, which is like, then there's like, you know how like you can be competitive with your girlfriends? Like who's a cuter outfit? Yeah. Who looks better like tonight? <laughs> That's your fucking relationship, bitch. Oh, shit. And That's so, a lot of pressure. It is. And when she wears dresses, I don't like her. I like her 50% less when she wears dresses. <laughs> That's true. Whenever we go to a wedding, we fight. Want to know why? She's wearing a dress. I swear to God. It's that simple. It's so crazy. And like, there's been time I'm on, I'm on the red carpet. And I'm like, don't wear heels because she's so tall. And I'm like, I already feel short and stout. When you tower over me, it's just like one more level of insecurity. And before the VMA's red carpet, she like committed to wearing like like a like a formal flat, but like a strappy flat. Yeah. And right before we watched her, she's like, I can't. I have to put on a heel. And I was like, selfish! <laughs> <laughs> my I was so mad at her. I fought with her the entire way to the VMA. Really? VMAs. Oh, I was a monster. You should have scheduled DIFCON. <laughs> DIFCON. No, it had to happen then. I know, I, I get to it. Shame her in the moment. <laughs> but um, no, but there is, but like, so that for me now, that's something that I am working on so to come full circle so like the dieting i've done weight watchers before i know i can do it but like i have i've gained like i'm gonna say to be fair to me like truly 30 pounds in my mind 50 mm -hmm. pounds i'd like to lose between 30 and 50 i i mean before when i was younger i could like lose it no big deal and yeah. like and just with dieting and minimal exercise but now i'm like i'm 37 and i'm like okay so is this going to be harder is my body has my body just changed in general have i changed it through weight gain so like what can i do in terms of managing my expectations because like i truly think i'm going to look like you guys in october well listen rapid weight loss isn't sustainable okay right it's a lifestyle change it can't be something abrupt it can't be something too restrictive because who's going to stick to that right. i'm surely not going to right no me either so you have to lose weight safely and in, in your own time so and everybody is tell different. everybody what truly is safe and are we talking pounds or inches it's, like, it's so subjective so it's hard to say because it depends on you know the starting weight and yep. muscle mass versus body fat i promise you i have like zero muscle mass until <laughs> i went to your studio maybe i have like uh, like three percent now uh, i'll tell you that like two pounds a week is a safe rate to That's lose weight and it's sustainable okay. like you're gonna keep that off right 
and it feels good and it you can still good. see the progress. Um, lifting weights, everybody pick up a freaking weight. Okay. <laughs> you know, everybody's so, women are so scared to pick up weight. Like I'm going to fall, I'm going to get these ugly like shoulder muscles that football players have. You're not, you don't have that much testosterone, right? You can't. You can't. Because building weight builds muscle, building muscle burns fat. So don't be afraid to pick up a weight. If you want to lose weight faster, pick up a freaking weight. Okay. And find an exercise you love. Yeah, because... Just find something you love. Because if you don't love it, you're not going to do it. And there no. are so many forms of exercise, like I said earlier. If you like to dance, dance. If you like to walk, walk. If you love your dog, just take your dog out to the park. Right. It's that, I mean, really, it's calories in calories out and how much should we really be doing in terms of physical fitness you know because there are a lot of women who just like i mean even i mean quite frankly back in the day weight watchers like they would if you go back to the 70s it encouraged you not to work out Mm -hmm. because it would make you hungrier it's true you're ravenous when you're working out and then you have to make smart ish choices when you get (laughs) that hungry i'd say Three days a week is a great place. Okay. And how is a sustainable and, and what's place? duration we're looking for? For real, like 30 minutes. 30 honestly, minutes. Mm-hmm. you have to push yourself past your threshold. So if you don't feel challenged, your body's not going to change. No challenge, no change. Okay. So if you're not sweating, probably not. You know, you it. can't use sweat as a factor. Women do it all the time. Like it might be hot out. Right. <laughs> you know, like sweat is <laughs> not right They might turn the heat on. <laughs> yeah. Gauge of success. Please don't measure your success by sweat. It's more about. Do you feel like you're breathing heavy? Do you feel like if you did, we'd always do like a talk test, emoji chest, like test. Have you like, are you at the shit emoji yet? Because then you're probably ready to stop. I'm at the shit emoji. Yeah. Yeah. So then we always say two repetitions of whatever you're doing, two steps beyond where you're going beyond that threshold where you feel like I have to stop. Like just take two steps beyond that and you're going to improve. So right when it starts to hurt, you got to push that. You have to. That's that's Mm -hmm. like, that's your plateau. So you want to move beyond it? Like, Work That's a little what Matt says. She says the work happens when it starts to hurt. Yep. So I'm going to push you to like two or four, maybe sometimes six to eight, like depending on how far she can gauge that I can go. Yeah. And she's like, and even though I want, I'm like shaking and I'm like, I can't. She's like, this is when the change happens. And so that mentally I'm like, well, it hurts, but it's, this is where the change mm-hmm. is occurring. So we I got to all do have it. these breakthrough moments, right? Like anything in life where you're like, I actually can't take any more. And there's in that moment immediately, because we all tell ourselves, oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do that tomorrow. There is a definitive moment in time when you say, I am not going to take any more. And it'll happen in small increments and it does something changes. So if it's a long-term goal or a short-term goal, it could happen long-term. Like I am going to make the change and you know, actually I'm going to stick to it or I am not going to be with this person one more day and you don't and you leave and you don't know what's on the other side of it, but you make the promise to yourself that I am fucking out of here and whatever is beyond that is better than the situation I'm in now. And in that 50 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it is, find that breakthrough moment because it can be one repetition beyond two repetitions beyond, but you're not going to let anything fucking stop you. Mm-hmm. And that transitional moment is always hard, but the change is always worth it. You know what? I mean, I got a fucking divorce. Jesus Christ. We lived in a Tribeca mansion. Well, <laughs> but now, <laughs> same. Yeah. <laughs> but that's really thanks to JC and Anthony. Um, like I, I Anthony. Don't de- I don't deserve to live here. <laughs> yes, you do. yes, you do. Well, yes, you, you do. Thank Hell yeah, you, you do. But I, I always like, I tell when people come over here, I'm like, this does not reflect my financial situation. <laughs> because I can 
scared. You deserve this. You do that deserve my, it. My, my people that work for me are going to be like, I want a raise. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is just social climbing. Okay. <laughs> this is not financial stability. Um, you guys, I could talk to you forever. You're going to have to come back on. Um, we should really tackle like, I don't know, breakups, shit like that. I mean, oh my I, goodness. I was divorced too. So we could have a whole you series were. on that. We definitely have to talk more about sex. And also, we, I think we need to have an episode just called Butt Plug. Oh, oh yes. my God. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The reason yeah. why Danny and I are still business partners is because I know where her extensive butt plug collection lies. <laughs> she knows all my secrets. Yeah. That's oh, the secret to it. That's yeah, the key. A long lasting relationship. Know each other's secrets. <laughs> yeah. It's like step number six of DiffCon. Yeah. Blackmail. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> JC, Danny, thank you for joining me. You guys make sure to check out at Jane Do. Jane and then D O. Jane Do. <laughs> Go to janedo.com. Um, also, there app comes out March 15th and it's called Jane Do. And um, if you can, if you actually are in the tri-state area in Jersey, New York, you can come to a class. I highly recommend it. They're so fucking awesome. I love the personal training, but I'm excited to also do group fitness too. Hell yeah. Because then I can cheat. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, you guys, that's it for us today. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Taylor Strecker. If you are like falling in love with me because ugh, how could you not um, subscribe to my regular show the taylor strecker show taylorstrecker.com six dollars 95 cents a month i mean seriously you spent that on fucking coffee today i don't want to hear it um also make sure to rate review and subscribe tell your friends maybe not your family i was gonna say like tell your grandma about the podcast grandma i love this podcast your grandma's like you're a sinner um no but tell like spread the word spread the love and um that's it for us this week we'll be back next week with another fantastic one bye girl bye